Hello everyone, my name is Lou, and welcome to my podcast, Anatomy Follows Physiology. Today we're going to be covering, um, we're going to be continuing the um, axial skeleton. Um, We just went over the skull and its associated bones. We briefly covered the frontal, parietal, zygomatic bones, and the occipital bones, in addition to the cranial foramen. Um, Next, we're going to cover the temporal bone. Um, So again, that's the one that's near your ears. There's two of them on each side. And the several features. Uh, So first feature is the mastoid process. And that's kind of located right um, next to your uh, ear, kind of more posterior. Um, And that's, again, please look at an image of this, folks, um, while you listen along. Um, because this is a very visual topic and it will be very helpful for you to understand this information while looking at um, a labeled uh, diagram. Um, After the mastoid process is the stylate process and it's sort of like this um, fang that's sticking out of the bottom of the ear uh, bone and uh, that's called the styloid process. It's almost like a stylus. Um, Next up, we have the external and internal auditory or acoustic uh, meatus or canal. I know it's a lot of confusing words. I just call it acoustic auditory canal or meatus, I mean. Uh, There's an external hole. um, So the hole that's in the temporal bone, um, if you're looking at it from the outside towards the in, um, then that's called the external acoustic uh, meatus. And then if you're looking at the skull from more of an internal view, um, let's say you have the skull flipped um, inferior and you're looking inside, you might happen to see a hole that's the internal acoustic meatus. Next up, we have the zygomatic process of the temporal bone. Again, I did already cover that. Um, Next up, we have the mandibular fossa. So remember, the mandible is your jaw and the fossa is the cavity in the temporal bone that enables interaction with the mandibular condyle, which is sort of the like top portion of the uh, mandible that connects your jaw essentially to your temporal bone, your skull. And last but not least for the temporal bone, we have the carotid foramen, which I already discussed uh, with that little mnemonic that Max jumps on rocks. Um, but I should really be updating that to Max jumps coarsely on rocks. So that way it's jugular, carotid, um, ovale, and rotundum. And that sort of covers up this temporal bone. Um, next up, we're going to talk about one of the most difficult bones in the skull, the sphenoid bone. Again, please see an image for uh, assistance. Um, so the sphenoid bone has several features, starting with the greater wing. Um, And the best way to to view the sphenoid bone is looking at the inside of the skull from a um, posterior or inferior view, I should say. So the sphenoid bone is, yes, we're going to use that inferior view within the skull. um, And it kind of looks like a bat. Um, And the greater wing is sort of the the bigger portion um, kind of underneath the... the, um, Yeah, underneath the part that sort of juts out, um, again, please see a picture for reference. Um, And then underneath, so the greater wing is below the lesser wing, 
Uh, I know it's confusing, but the greater wing is greater because it's bigger. It makes up most of the body of the sphenoid. Um, so above that, again, try to picture it as if it was a bat. This, the lesser wing is kind of like it's bats, the bat's ears. And then another feature, the next feature we have for the sphenoid bone is the cella turcica, um, or kind of Turkish saddle is another way to say it. Um, and that's actually where our pituitary gland sits. Um, is within that little structure, um, and it kind of does look like a saddle, and it's kind of very m in the middle of the sphenoid bone. Uh, next up, we have the sphenoid sinus. So I already covered one sinus before, which was the frontal sinus, but um, which and the frontal sinus is kind of like in between your eyebrows, right behind that um, area. Um, your sphenoid sinus is located pretty much right behind your nose. And it's behind the ethmoid bone and behind the vomer. It's sort of deep in the skull. Um, but if you look at an image, you will see that where the sphenoidal sinus is. And it's pretty big, so you can't really miss it. It's the big sinus or big hole that's more of like a... If you took a sagittal section of the skull, you would see it kind of right in the middle, and it's this big hole. Next up, we have the optic foramen. Um of the sphenoid bone. So I know I covered all of the cranial foramen, but there is a foramen within the sphenoid bone and that's kind of in the lesser wings. There's the optic canals and that's where the optic nerves come through and cross over to pass onto the um, occipital lobe of your brain so you could see and it helps process images. So the little two holes that are like near this, like right around the cella turgica, those two holes that make uh, that, are, that are right um, sort of within or right below the lesser wing, that makes up the optic canal or optic foramen. Next, we have the superior orbital fissure, and it kind of looks like this um, boomerang <laughs> shape hole um, that's um, really kind of underneath the lesser wing, and it separates the lesser wing from the greater wing. After that, you have the foramen rotundum, which again, I did cover this. It's directly underneath the lesser wing. Um, lateral to that is the foramen ovale, and it really is the one that is oval-shaped in the skull. And it is a little bit bigger than the foramen rotundum, if, if that helps. Last but not least is the pterygoid process of the sphenoid bone. And that's sort of like these dinosaur legs of the uh, of the sphenoid bone, which kind of, again, looks like this weird misshapen bat, but it's the little legs that stick out, and we call those pterygoid bones um, of the sphenoid bone. Um, so that pretty much covers the, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, it's the pterygoid process of the sphenoid bone. Um, that covers the sphenoid bone and its features. Next, we're going to move on to one of the most complicated bones in the, in the skull, um, which is the ethmoid bone. Again, please see a picture for reference. Um, the ethmoid bone is um, north of the sphenoid bone, so it's kind of this little structure that sits um, on top of the sphenoid bone if we're using an inferior view of the skull looking inside of it. Um, and the first feature of the sphenoid bone, I mean the ethmoid bone, is the crista galli. Um, and it it's kind of like this little um, ridge that juts out, um, and um, the 
floor of it is called a cribiform plate. Um, the crystagalli, when it kind of juts out more anterior into the nose, that uh, um, kind of juts out into the nose, so that's called the perpendicular plate. Um, and you can see that from an anterior view of the skull. Um, so if you're looking at, you know, the face of the skull, um, you'll see the topmost portion that's inside the nose that's coming and jutting out. That's called the perpendicular plate of the ethmoid bone. Um, and then sort of deep um, is the superior um, nasal concha. There's three nasal conchas. Um, the, there's the superior, the middle, and the inferior nasal concha. The inferior nasal concha is a lonely bone. It is not part of the ethmoid bone. It is a bone all on its own. Um, and so it's pretty sad, but it's important to make that distinction. Um, if you're looking at a frontal, I mean, an interior view of the skull and you look into the hole of the nose, you would see the, um, the first middle part that's sort of jutting out and it's like, you know, very, um, lateral is the perpendicular plate. And then, um, sort of lateral to that is the middle, uh, nasal conga. And then underneath the middle nasal concha will be the inferior nasal concha. You can't see the superior nasal concha from an anterior view of the skull. That's more deep in the skull. Next, you have the ethmoid sinus, which I really encourage you to see a picture of because it can be kind of confusing to locate that. It's um, below your um, frontal sinus, and it's kind of located near your tear duct. Um, again, see, please, please see a picture for reference for this sinus. It is really hard to locate. So please Google it. Um, it is uh, more anterior to the sphenoid sinus um, and just below the frontal sinus. Um, but it is also um, superior to the maxillary sinus. Again, hearing these directions may not be helpful unless you're looking at an image of these sinuses. And just for your reference, you can Google the paranasal sinuses to get a better reference. And that completes the ethmoid bone. Again, I think it's also important to mention the other bones that are really associated with it, the vomer. Um, so right below the perpendicular plate in the hole of the nose, um, you'll see um, the another kind of median um, that's underneath uh, or inferior to the perpendicular plate called the vomer. Um, and then on the side, more lateral to the vomer is the inferior nasal concha, which we said, again, it's a lonely bone. And that about sums up this podcast. Um, next, we're going to be covering um, the uh, lacrimal bone and just kind of finishing up the um, skull um, and um, with the palatine, the maxilla, the mandible, and, um, and that's about it. Thank you so much.